I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Gail Bernhardt, an endurance sports coach who works with triathletes, cycling road racers, mountain bikers, and runners. And this is super cool. She was the 2004 USA Olympic coach for both men's and women's triathlon teams in Athens, Greece. Gail, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kyle. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what an endurance sports coach is and what it's like to be one? Well, it's a relatively new job, maybe in the last, uh, let me think about this, maybe since 1990. Um, And an endurance sports coach helps all kinds of people. You don't have to be a professional age group athletes and uh, kids too. Kids is a, are a big push in sports these days to get kids active and help them be healthy long-term. And what a coach does is help people get to the events that they want to do while staying healthy and minimizing injury. Cool. So what kinds of things do you actually do day-to-day at work? Well, some people might think it's kind of boring. They think that I go out and run and bike and swim all day long, but I don't really do that. What I do is a lot of planning of workouts and also analyzing workouts, looking at heart rate monitor information, power information, pace information, and make sure that the workouts that I'm planning are achieving the intended goals. Cool. So what advice do you have for young people who are or want to be elite endurance athletes? That is a great question. I would say as a young person, do many sports and have fun at it because no matter what sport you end up specializing in later, to have the range of experience from different sports helps you develop physically and mentally as an athlete. That's good advice. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? I knew that I wanted to help people in sport since I was young, maybe I would say somewhere under 16 years old. Because I decided I wanted to be a lifeguard and to teach swimming lessons first. And I started doing that when I was 16 years old. And I did it because I thought it would be really fun to help people achieve something they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And it really grew from there. I knew that I loved sport and I knew that I loved helping people. So those two things have been in my DNA for a long time, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So did you do anything else before becoming a lifeguard or did you become a lifeguard? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here? Oh, that it's an unusual path. I will tell you Mm -hmm. that. And that's one thing that I would encourage your audience is that sometimes path you think you're going on may not end up being the path that you take long term. Hmm. And I st- I started being a swim coach and a and a swim instructor when I was 16 and as I progressed 
through junior high and high school, the counselors noted that I had a love of math. I just really enjoyed doing math. And so they recommended that I consider a career in engineering, <laughs> which is a, a far way away from sports. Mm. And I decided to go to college, to Colorado State University, mm-hmm. and I did get an engineering degree. While I was studying for that degree, I did take some biomedical courses mm-hmm. to, uh, the goal was of the course to help engineering students learn about how the heart works and how the kidneys work so that you could possibly des- design artificial hearts and artificial mm-hmm. kidneys. I ended up not going in that direction, but mm-hmm. I did graduate with an engineering degree and I worked in, in manufacturing for 16 years. Mm-hmm. And I really, I liked it. And at the same time on the side, I was still coaching athletes and learning more about coaching and learning more about the human body. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did it. An odd path, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you like most and least about your job? The thing I like most about it is working on plans and working with people and talking with people and evaluating workouts. The thing I like least is all the paperwork that goes with filling out tax forms and filing all the paperwork associated with running a business. It's definitely mm-hmm not my favorite thing however it's critically important because if you're going to make your living being an independent business person you have to be able to do those things yeah it seems like not many people like doing that i agree (laughs) yeah now a word from our sponsor thank you for being a loyal listener of the kids learn careers podcast Please consider becoming a monthly supporter of the show on patreon.com slash kidslearncareers. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash kidslearncareers. You can join for as little as $3 a month. Again, that's patreon.com slash kidslearncareers. Please join if you enjoy the show. Okay, back to the show. So what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job? For the coaching job, I ended up doing a big list of various certifications. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned earlier that I had an engineering degree, which wasn't directly helpful with the endurance coaching, but I do use some of the things I learned in engineering to help me with coaching. For example, bike Mm -hmm. fit and geometry of bike and how to make sure that leg angles are at the right angle to help minimize injury to athletes. Mm -hmm. So I would say I have used all the education that I've had in the past, and I I don't regret learning anything, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that seems good. So what's something you wish you'd been taught in school, but you had to learn later on in life? What is a good question? I think I can't think of anything really. 
it seems that the things I needed to learn came along at the right time or I went looking for them. When I mm-hmm. got in my job, I figured out there were things I didn't know and I needed to know. Mm-hmm. So I went and found ways to learn those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good that you were able to learn. Yes. So, uh, like, I know this is kind of a stupid question, but, uh, like, are you able to, like, get on Zoom meetings with uh, people you coach or do you have to, like, go into, like, an office or go to a place to do work? That's a great, that's not a silly question at all. There are different kinds of endurance coaches. Some coaches work on site with athletes coming to them and they run pool sessions and they run track sessions and sessions on the bike. (laughs) I happen to be more of a remote coach. (laughs) So as you pointed out, I do talk to people either by Zoom or on the phone and then I do try to meet people or see them at races oh, yeah. if that's possible. Mm-hmm. But most of most of my work is done remotely. Well, that seems nice. Yeah. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for the job? My advice for any job, honestly, that young people are looking to do is look to help someone else mm-hmm. and learn as much as you can. So, for example, you're helping other people right now. Mm-hmm. And people that listen to your podcast are learning new things. And hopefully one of the people that present will help someone make career decisions or make a change. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're contributing, you're a you're an earth contributor and you're making a difference for other people, I think you can't go wrong. Okay. That's good advice. So this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? For my current job, the best investment I made was time. And between the years of 2000 and 2005, really four, for four years, I traveled to elite races with the athletes that I was helping coach. And at the time, organization I was working for, which was USA Triathlon, didn't have the money to pay me as a coach to be there. They paid my hotel and they paid my travel and they Mm -hmm. paid for food. They didn't pay for my time. And I don't regret that one bit because that time was a valuable investment in my own education and allowed me to do many things later that ended up being very valuable. So sometimes valuable investment is time and not necessarily getting paid for what you're doing mm-hmm. yeah that's that is a very good investment so was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something but it ended up helping later on in life i thought about that question a lot and i can't i know there's been many times when i've felt like a failure 
but things mm-hmm. didn't work out. And I can't really pick out a, a specific time other than there. But I can say in general, are there been some business partnerships that had served their time and mm-hmm. needed to come to an end? And for me, it was hard and those business partnerships, but it ended up being a good thing for both of us in in the long run but you just it doesn't feel very good at the time mm-hmm. yeah and that makes that makes a lot of sense like when you quit a business it just it does not feel good no it doesn't mm-hmm. no so is there a person in your life like a parent grandparent teacher coach or a mentor that made a huge impact on you if so in what way and would you like to give that person a quick shout out i would love to give all four of my grandparents and my parents credit because they always encouraged me to do whatever I wanted. It didn't matter. They said, just be good at it, work at it, and make a difference to people. And you can do anything you want. They told me anything. You could be president if you want to. You just decide and you be good at it and we'll support you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really nice. It's invaluable. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly nice. Yeah. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently going up? I don't think so. No, all those bumps and bruises and successes along the way mm-hmm. got me where I am. And I don't, I don't regret any of it. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if you do change something, then you're not going to be where you are now. And if you like where you are now, why would you change something? That's yeah. exactly right. So what book do you think all kids should read and why? That is a good question. I don't have an answer for you there, Kyle. Mm. can't think of a single book that all kids should read and why. What I would say, just keep learning. Mm -hmm. Don't stop learning no matter what age you are. It's it's something that, that makes you grow and have experience all throughout life. Yes, that's good advice. So if you could make any one rule that everyone in the world had to follow, what would it be? (laughs) That was a great question. One rule would be consider the impact on everyone else when you take an action. That is, that's a good rule. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like people need to think about that way more than they do. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yes. So I think knowing what not to do is just as important, if not more so than knowing what to do. With that in mind, what's the worst advice you ever received? I don't know that anyone ever gave me crummy advice. I I, I I couldn't I couldn't think of a time when someone gave me crummy advice that I thought, oh well that's terrible i i will say i didn't follow everyone's advice always but i always considered it even people that don't think the way i do i want to hear what they have to say and why they believe that and even if i don't agree with them it helps me make a what i think is a good decision for me Mm. yeah that's makes sense so conversely 
Conversely, what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? I think that goes back to always try to be a contributor, try to make a difference, whether it's to people or the business that you work with. And if you're always trying to make a difference and contribute, you'll be valuable no matter where you go. That is, that's really good advice. Awesome. Thanks, Gail. Now it's time for the brand new lightning round. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. If you could have dinner with any famous person, past or present, who would it be? I've always been a big fan of Clint Eastwood. I don't know why, but I would love to sit down and have dinner with him. Mm -hmm. So this is a good question for you. What's What's your favorite sport to watch, to play? I like to watch football. And to play, I like swimming, hiking, running, riding my bicycle, skiing. I like a lot of sports. I like to play a mm-hmm. lot of sports. Seems there's not enough time to do all the ones I'd like to do. Yeah. So what's your favorite food? Uh, there's not many foods I don't like, honestly. Favorite food. If I'm going for the sweet category, I would have to say ice cream. And if I'm going for the hearty dinner at, uh food that would be i love a grilled steak Mm, those are really good they are cats dogs or neither both (laughs) i don't have both right now Mm -hmm. i have a dog that's called uh her breed is a rhodesian ridgeback so -hmm. you'll have to look that up they're not very plump Mm -hmm. but uh a very a very cool yeah so what's your dream car I would love to have a Shelby sports car. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. So what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla. I love a really nice vanilla bean. Mm-hmm. It, it's got to be high in the vanilla bean flavor. Yeah. So what's the coolest place you've ever, you've ever been to? I've been to a lot of places, and I will say... Two places really strike me as being very cool, and that is Athens, Greece, Mm -hmm. due to the history with the Olympic, and also Rome in in Italy. The -hmm. history that is in both of those places is is very fascinating to me. So what's your dream vacation destination that you haven't been to yet? I would like to visit in all the national parks in the U.S. I think that would be very cool to do. That would be hard. It would be hard. (laughs) Yeah. So who's your favorite musician? Oh, I have a wide variety of taste in in music, new and old. Uh, I just don't, I don't know that I had to pick one. Maybe Bob Seger. Hmm. So what's the best concert you've ever been to? That would be U2. I've been to a couple of U, two or three U2 concerts, and they were outstanding. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Gail. Thanks again to, for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.